0: It's time to relax, grab a drink, pull up a chair by the hearth, and have a seat in the Skald Circle to listen to the tale of the young man who would have opened his eyes from Estonia, as told by Casimir. Before we begin our story, we wanted to remind you that we release new tales for free every week. Our shorter tales release on Wednesdays, and our longer chapter stories release on every other Saturday. Find out where you can hear them on our website at theskaldcircle.com. And be certain to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. That way, you'll never miss out on one of our enchanting tales from around the world. And this is the tale of the young man who would have opened his eyes from Estonia. Once upon a time, there was a youth who was never happy unless he was prying into something that other people knew nothing about. After he had learned to understand the language of birds and beasts, He discovered accidentally that a great deal took place under the cover of night, which mortal eyes never saw. From that moment he felt he could not rest till these hidden secrets were laid bare to him, and spent his whole time wandering from one wizard to another, begging them to open his eyes, but found none to help him. At length he reached an old magician called Mana, whose learning was greater than that of the rest, and who could tell him all he wanted to know. But when the old man had listened attentively to him, he said, warningly, My son, do not follow after empty knowledge, which will not bring you happiness, but rather evil. Much is hidden from the eyes of men, because did they know everything, their hearts would no longer be at peace. Knowledge kills joy. Therefore, think well what you are doing, or some day you will repent. If you will not take my advice, then truly I can show you the secret of the night. Only you will need more than a man's courage to bear the sight. He stopped and looked at the young man, who nodded his head. And then the wizard continued. Tomorrow night you must go to the place where once in seven years the serpent king gives a great feast to his whole court. In front of him stands a golden bowl filled with goat's milk. If you can manage to dip a piece of bread into this milk and eat it before you are obliged to fly. You will understand all the secrets of the night that are hidden from other men. It is lucky for you that the Serpent King's feast happens to fall this year. Otherwise, you would have to wait a very long time for it. But take care to be quick and bold, or it will be worse for you. The young man thanked the wizard for his counsel, and went his way firmly resolved to carry out his purpose, even if he paid for it with his life. And when night came, he set out for a wide, lonely moor, where the Serpent King held his feast. With sharpened eyes, he looked eagerly all around, but could see nothing but the multitude of small hillocks that lay motionless under the moonlight. Crouched behind a bush for some time, till he felt that midnight could not be far off, when suddenly there arose in the middle of the moor a brilliant glow, as if a star was shining over one of the hillocks. At the same moment, all the hillocks began to writhe and to crawl, and from each one came a hundred serpents, and made straight for the glow, where they knew they should find their king. When they reached the hillock where he dwelt, which was higher and broader than the rest, and had a bright light hanging over the top, they coiled themselves up and waited. The whirl and confusion from all the serpent houses was so great that the youth dared not to advance one step but remained where he was, watching intently all that went on. But at last he began to take courage, and moved on softly, step by step. What he saw was creepier than creepy, and suppressed all he'd ever dreamt of. Thousands of snakes, big and little, and of every color, were gathered together in one great cluster, around the huge serpent, whose body was as thick as a beam, and which had on its head a golden crown, from which the light sprang. Their hissing and darting tongues so terrified the young man that his heart sank, and he felt he should never have the courage to push on to certain death, when suddenly he caught sight of the golden bowl in front of the serpent king, and knew that if he lost a chance he would never come back. So with his hair standing on end, and his blood frozen in his veins, He crept forwards. Oh, what a noise and a whirr arose from the serpents. Thousands of heads were reared, and tongues were stretched out to sting the intruder to death. But happily for him, their bodies were so closely entwined in one another that they could not disentangle themselves quickly. Like lightning, he seized up a bit of bread, dipped it in the bowl, and put it in his mouth, then dashed away as if it was fire that was pursuing him. On he flew, as if the whole army of foes were at his heels, and he seemed to hear the noise of their approach going nearer and nearer. At length his breath failed him, and he threw himself, almost senseless, onto the turf. While he lay there, dreadful dreams haunted him. He thought that the Serpent King with the fiery crown had twined himself around him and was crushing the life out of him. With a loud shriek, he sprang up to do battle with his enemy. When he saw that it was the rays of the sun which had wakened him, he rubbed his eyes and looked all around. But nothing could he see of the foes of the past night, and the moor where he had run into such danger must be at least a mile away. But it was no dream that he had run hard and far, or that he had drunk of the magic goat's milk. And when he felt his limbs and found them whole, his joy was great that he had come through such perils with sound skin." After the fatigues and terrors of the night, he lay still till midday, but he made up his mind he would go that very evening into the forest to try what the goat's milk could really do for him, and if he would now be able to understand all that had been a mystery to him. And at once, in the forest, his doubts were set at rest, for he saw what no mortal eyes had ever seen before. Beneath the trees were golden pavilions, with flags of silver all brightly lighted up, He was still wondering why the pavilions were there when the noise was heard among the trees. As if the wind had suddenly got up, all sides, beautiful maidens stepped from the trees into the bright light of the moon. These were the wood nymphs, daughters of the Earth Mother, who came every night to hold their dances in the forest. The young man, watching from his hiding place, wished that he had a hundred eyes in his head, for two were not nearly enough for the sight before him. The dances lasting till the first streaks of dawn. Then a silvery veil seemed to be drawn over the ladies, and they vanished from sight. But the young man remained where he was till the sun was high in the heavens, and then went home. He felt that day to be endless, and counted the minutes till night should come, and he might return to the forest. But when at last he got there, he found neither pavilions nor nymphs, and though he went back many nights after, he never saw them again. Still, he thought about them night and day, and ceased to care about anything else in the world, and was sick to the end of his life with longing for that beautiful vision. And that was the way he learned the wizard had spoken the truth, when he said, Blindness is man's highest good. And that is the tale of the young man who would have opened his eyes from Estonia. Thank you for listening to our story. If you enjoyed it, we recommend taking a look at our Patreon page, as noted in the description below you can earn great rewards while also supporting us to keep these stories alive for generations to come. Also, remember to subscribe to us on your podcast app and leave us a five-star rating if you enjoyed this story. A special thank you to Cat for their support this month. Without your contribution, we wouldn't be able to continue these stories and we truly appreciate it. Visit theskaldcircle.com to stay up to date with all of our current events, news, and much more. Not only that, But you can also visit our story archive of every tale we have ever told. It's sorted by origin and region for the convenience of your listening pleasure. Thank you for listening to our story.